friends, welcome to Nurturing Your Nest, the podcast created to capture, explore, and navigate the journey of coming home to yourself, transitional motherhood, and connecting with our teenage daughters along their paths. I'm your host, Angie Schaefer, wife, mom of two teenage daughters, intuitive Reiki healer, transitional motherhood coach, and spiritual joy seeker. Each week, we'll come together and chat just as we are on a sofa, side by side, sharing sacred space. It is my greatest hope to help other moms by offering insights, interviews, and straight up truth to guide your questions, worries, and celebrations with a friendly voice and healing vibe. Our time is now. Let's go. friends, welcome back to the Intuitive Mother podcast. This episode marks number one of the second year of our podcast coming at you. And I am super excited for 2021 and bringing new and exciting episodes to you that are now going to include some really special guests along the way. I have two special women set up to interview this month and share their episodes with you. And then in between guest episodes, I will be coming at you with lessons and um, inspiration in motherhood and healing and everything that comes along with being a woman and an awoken mother on her journey. But for today's episode, I want to share with you a very quick story about my past week and then how it ties into mothering our daughters. So my birthday was last Thursday And I think when birthdays are coming around, we all get excited. You know, what might be a surprise? How might we feel special? What gifts might we get? And as most mothers, I would believe like we we do a lot for everybody else on Christmas. We do a lot for everybody else on their birthdays. We might typically be the planners and the ones that excite, you know, find something exciting to share with others. And then there's what I say are two special days a year where I don't want to do the planning and I do want to feel special. And those are Mother's Day and my birthday. And this birthday came around and for some reason it just felt so heavy and hard. And like I was processing through and sitting in memories that were hurting my heart on that day. You know, I came across the last card that my grandmother gave me before she passed away uh, a little over five years ago and sat and cried reading that card and thinking about how special grandmothers can make you feel on their birth on your birthday. And overall, the day you know, as sweet as it was, and I got a lovely letter from both of my daughters, a lovely card from my husband, and my one daughter got me a new Oracle card deck that I had been wanting. Um, Overall, the day just felt very hard. And I do believe some of that ties into the full moon that was also on my birthday. 
And that full moons, I believe, are typically seen as the release. And I did feel like I was releasing a lot, like that I was releasing 42 years of sadness. And that is not being said because I have lived 42 years of sadness. But it felt that day like everything that was sad was coming to the front and I was reminiscing of childhood, of losing grandmothers, of transitions in life and old friends and almost like a rebirth to the new year. And I actually think all of that can be a very beautiful um, occurrence in any of our lives. And two beautiful things happened amidst the difficulty of the day. And believe me, that difficulty of one day turned into Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and I finally started coming out of the dark on Sunday. But it came to a head on Saturday. There was a point at which I was tearing apart my office bookshelves because I was frustrated. And I felt like I just was stuck. And I wanted a refresh and wanted to just throw in the towel on everything. And what's crazy is that I have actually put in a lot of time and commitment and love and energy into this podcast and building um, program that I'm offering, The Awoken Woman, and into my own healing and that I was just facing this moment where I was like, I just want to throw that all away and be alone <laughs> and be, you know, on my own and start fresh. And there was a moment on that Saturday where, you know, both my daughters are wonderfully intuitive in that they know if I'm off and they know exactly what's bothering me oftentimes. And they also know, you know, how to step in and help me through those moments. So there was a moment where my, you know, youngest gave me a hug. And, you know, she's the toucher or the touchy-feely one of my two daughters who wants to give hugs and snuggle and knows when you need that hug to fill you up. And then my oldest one is one of many lessons and almost could like kick my butt into gear. And she walked in and I'm destroying things and I'm saying, you know, I just really want to quit <laughs> everything. I don't want to do anything. I just want to sit here and I guess feel sorry for some reason. And again, I felt like deep down there was nothing in particular that I don't love. I just was at a point of wanting to rebirth and refresh and switch things up and see what really mattered and what really lit me up and go from there instead of looking at everything I have tried. And, you know, then oftentimes we look at those as failure and letting them haunt me to like close all the doors and say, I'm stepping through this new door and I'm having my rebirth. And what a fabulous time to be facing that because there I was sitting in like the 
aftermath of this really hard and heavy birthday. But what I want to share with you is that in the midst of my drama and energy that was very, very down and heavy, was that while my youngest gave me a hug, my oldest looked at me and said, you cannot give up. I'm not going to let you give up. You are going to have your moment right now where you feel overwhelmed and heavy and sad and angry and hard. And then tomorrow you're going to get up and keep going. And you have come so far and you are, you know, great at what you do and what you want to do. And, you know, I'm not going to let you quit because you have taught me. She actually even used the words, you're better than this. I don't think I will ever hit a moment where I will not remember her saying to me, you're better than this. You're better than being a quitter. And those words stuck me, you know, struck me more so like a pot over the head that day. And they still, as I say them to you, they bring up a lot of emotion of someone looking at me and seeing me, knowing the depth of the pain and the hurt and how upset I was in that moment and knowing how many things I have tried and essentially learned from, not failed, but learned from, and that she still looked at me and said, you're better than this. You're not quitting. You can go ahead and say all you want to say that you're going to quit the podcast and quit your business and everything, but I've watched you work too hard to walk away. And a few minutes later, I went back to tearing apart my office as she left and went back downstairs to where her boyfriend and the rest of the family were hanging out. And I sat here and cried. And eventually I made my way downstairs and that was on Saturday. And then on Sunday, I did feel like the heaviness had started to lift. And the one thing I wanted to share that for was what I felt came out of that situation and communication and, you know, the, the connection with my daughters um, and that is this, I often talk about them teaching us and that they are my greatest teachers and they are, and apparently will also kick my ass if I ever want to walk away because they see me for who I am, just like we see our daughters for who they are. And we push them to stay the path or to be strong or we give them the space to cry, but then we're there with them to walk through the path when we get up to keep going. 
And I was hit with like how much they and I do the exact same teaching, coaching, mothering, you know, loving of each other. That I would not let her walk away from so much of what she loves and everything she has put her heart and soul into. And that I have done the job of raising these daughters that would not let me walk away from everything I love or have worked hard at or dream of. That I would never let them think their dream wasn't worthwhile. And in return, they will not let me walk away from everything I have worked on, everything I have built, and everything I dream of. And how in that alone, a healing has occurred. I think back to generations of past, and I, I believe that at least in my family, if I just don't know if the communication was there, if we were even, you know, if mothers were, you know, dreaming up these big dreams that were inside of them, that they always knew were there and existed. And just because they weren't dreaming them up doesn't mean that they actually weren't there. I, at one point, always said my greatest dream was to be a mother, solely a mother. And I used to think that wasn't enough. It wasn't enough because it wasn't grand, like a doctor or a teacher even, or an engineer or a principal or whatever, that being a mom wasn't enough. And what I have realized in the last couple of months is that being a mother was everything. Because being a mother was actually my greatest purpose in life. And that is because to be, to step in the role of mother and love my children hard and raise them to be the women that they are today. And they are young women. You know, they're still teenagers, but they are young women who prove to me day in and day out that they are watching, they are listening, and they are learning, and they are healing through all of the work and all of the healing that I have done on myself and previous generations. That the generations before, the daughters may not have stood up to mom and said, you are not walking away. You are better than this. We did whatever mom said. And this may not be in all families, but if you're listening and this sounds familiar, then it's for you. Do not underestimate what you are teaching your daughters and how they are watching you heal yourself and previous generations by how you raise them, how you raise them to show up not only in their own life, but as a cheerleader in your life. And how being a mother, not being enough, like to think that that thought even went through my head, we are raising 
the next generation of women, the next generation of healers, the next generation of all of whatever they dream of, by showing up and setting the example of who we are. Do you know it has been 10 years that my daughters have watched me fight for something bigger? I used to work in a hospital. I used to work as a social worker and a case manager. And I have known that that was not my path for 10 years. They've watched me try various direct sales companies. And as I've mentioned in previous podcasts, I absolutely give a lot of credit and a lot of love to those direct sales companies and everything they taught me. And they were a step in my journey. But I tried that first. And then I thought because I had this really distinct background in geriatrics that I would be a, um, like a senior advisor. And then I just felt like that really wasn't the next step for myself. And I took a year off and I sat with myself and I started learning that meditation brought me very close to my dreams and what I wanted for myself and source and God and that I just felt better when I was meditating. And my daughters have watched me every step of the way. And I can remember when I used to be in direct sales and women would say, you know, your daughters are watching. They're watching you. Your children are watching you. It's not just your daughters, but your children are watching you day in and day out. And it matters how you show up. And the whole birthday ordeal and the heaviness and all the memories that came flooding and how I reacted to those and how they embraced me and held me up is a testament to them watching, them knowing me and my dream, not letting me throw in the towel just as I would for them them knowing how much healing has actually taken place for me to get to this point in my life. And for them to recognize that, you know, you can still have a bad day, but you're going to get up tomorrow and you're going to go back after your dream. That it's even okay to say like, I don't want, I'm not doing this. I'm going to walk away, but come back because you are made for this. You are better than this. You're better than walking away. And this could be about a career. This could be about writing a book. This could be about just, you know, taking care of yourself, maybe running a marathon. Um, I even said to one of my friends that I felt like I was in that pivotal moment is when I was training for a half marathon a few years ago. There were a couple of instances where I would go out on a training run and it was one of the higher mileage training runs. And I would come in and just be like, I'm done. I can't do this. I can't. And you know what? It was my daughters that were actually here because I would typically run middle of the day in the summer. Don't ask me why it was hot. And they would tell me I'm not throwing in the towel. I've put in the training. I'm ready. 
I just have to keep going. And so my story is mine. But for you, how are you showing up? What are your what are you teaching your daughters about how we show up in life and how you encourage them? And are they going to witness and encourage you when you need them? Because as much as they are our teachers, we are their teachers, and we create this bond and depth and connection to really carry each other through and honor each other and honor all the women of our family. And it was on that Saturday night when my daughter said, you're better than this. You know, I could see like all the women before me. Maybe some walked away from a dream. Maybe some lived a life that was difficult and hard and they kept going in their own way. They kept going. And this actually opens the door for a really different route of another podcast that I'm sure, you know, I will bring to you in the next couple of weeks. But the idea behind us as mothers healing ourselves to help our daughters heal and to heal the lineage of women in our family. So for me to show up and fight through and not give up because I'm better than that is breaking a chain of maybe backing down from a dream. And there were women before me that kept going. And there were women that maybe thought they weren't worthy enough to keep going. But that I can be a deciding moment for myself and my daughters to keep going and move forward. To know that whether it's one of you or 500,000 of you listening, that it matters if my words touch your heart. That it matters if my words make you think about what your dreams are and about how you show up and mother your daughters and how one day, whether they're young, <coughs> excuse me, or teenagers, that they will show up and stand with you and remind you who you are. So the simple invitation today that I leave you with is, are you showing the way? How are you showing up? And are you showing up in a way that you're letting your daughters in to the real you, that they know what your dreams are, that you support their dreams and that there is no other way they would ever show up in your life, but to support you. And I guess this is a two-parter. Do you see the healing in that? 
Do you see how much healing there is in supporting one another, mother to daughter? Instead of carrying the weight that we as mothers only support our daughters, in a sense, until, you know, quite a bit down the line when maybe we're older and need care and our daughters support us. But what if we heal and support each other and really just take a deep look at that relationship and how we show up and how we are there to honor each other through our lifetime and beyond. So I invite you to sit with that. I know that I was able to write about it and on Sunday took a relaxation day and did some stuff around the house and I you know it it's amazing what even having a heavy and hard day can do for your spirit that there are times where we need to have those heavy and hard days let our daughters even see them because Lord knows they're going to have them too. Walk through it. Let people in to support us and then release the heavy and have your rebirth. In that is where you heal. In there is where you awaken. Feel into all of it and allow your soul Allow the mother within to awaken. Okay, friends, that's it for tonight. Next week, it will be a guest spot. Can't wait to share her with you. Any questions or you need to chat or you're interested in learning more about the Awoken Mother program, please just drop me a line. You can reach out to me on email, on my website, on my Facebook group, or on Instagram. All of the details are in the show notes, and I look forward to chatting with you next week. Have a great one. Bye.